right, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 23 of the Coffee Club Pod. We are back here today. <laughs> that wasn't as loud as you would have hoped, was it? That's a big letdown. That was a letdown, yeah. But uh, yeah, Ollie has. Well, how do we want to say this? The the pod is catered today. <laughs> it is catered by B Dubs. yeah, by Ollie via B Dubs. Yeah, that's probably a good way to say it. Yeah. So thanks, Ollie. Um, <laughs> I had like a couple of cheese curds. They were pretty good. I had breakfast like half an hour ago, so I'm not that hungry. But post long run nutrition by Ollie. Hey, got to get me carbs. Everything in. you need. I got to get me carbs in. And you also got the trademark Mountain Dew, which. This was a pretty big hot take yesterday. George said that he'd never seen Ollie drink a Mountain Dew. That that's kind of got to hurt. Well, that's why on the pod I've had to, you know, show people that I actually do drink it. So it was a big hot take, but yeah. I don't know. If, um, I couldn't actually think of a time that it had happened. Yeah, I mean, you've seen him drink other sodas, though, right? Oh, constantly. Yeah, just never <laughs> constantly. <laughs> All right, just got to set the record straight. Because imagine if there was a reality where Ollie's whole thing of drinking Mountain Dew and soda and eating bad food was all like an act. Imagine. Imagine if that, that would be a very impressive act. But no, it's real. Um, he's the real deal. You know, what that made me think of is... I'm not capping, bro. I'm not apparently capping. there was rumors that uh, Craig Engel's whole thing was all made up. Have you guys heard that? Wait, so what, what was made up? Like, Which you know, he has his whole thing about like the RV, like his van and stuff. Oh, yeah. Apparently, like, he never actually, like... He doesn't, like... Like, use it. No, he keeps in, like, a house or something and then just has it on the side. I heard that as well. I also heard the rumor that he wears hair extension, in, uh, extensions. Extensions. For the mullet. Yeah, see, that blew my mind as well. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe it, but maybe. But I, I, believe, I believe that one, because isn't there... George, you were saying... I was supposed to say, Ollie heard it from me. Yeah. <laughs> we have the well, source I didn't right see here. It, but didn't you... I'd, I'd heard it from someone else yeah. also. So that, that, that's around the rumor mill. And that's, see, that that's one, around the if, if we weren't lazy, like that one would be pretty easy to check because I'm sure you could go through his Instagram. Well, actually, you can't do that. No, he Currently he deleted, can. which is another interesting thing. I don't know. I didn't think we were going to be talking about Craig Ingalls today. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, went in that direction. But you could go back through the pictures of him racing and if he suddenly has a mullet one week later, then yeah, obviously it's hair extension. So... I don't know. We have to get someone to do the research on that. I, yeah, I just like I didn't know that, and it's like that type of thing. I would think would be almost public knowledge, considering how big of a deal he is, and in particular his mullet. But maybe he grows it off will, like just wills, <laughs> just it, wills it in. Like, like I got to get this mullet in for this race. He well, wills it in. I think that is what happened. Is that like his mullet has definitely been legit in the past, hundred yeah. percent, and it was like one of those times. He, he did that big thing where he like cut off his mullet and it was like, it was some reason, it, I don't, maybe it was like charity or something. I think he raised money for something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden then he had to race again. It was like, shit, I need my mullet. Shit, I need my look back. <laughs> yeah. How am I going to run without my And then my all mullet? of a sudden he had it again. It was yeah. like, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to do some fact checking on that. But yeah, we're here in Boulder. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful day. I think it's about negative 20 degrees Celsius hovering around that zero degrees Fahrenheit today. Right after coming back from winter training camp, back to Colorado, we uh, we are hit with a big timing. storm. <laughs> Impeccable timing. <laughs> so that's what we, we're dealing with. I mean, for me, not a big deal because like my running is pretty chill. But for you guys, it kind of sucks. You guys get a... What'd you have today? We've got an interesting week lined up. Yeah. We have an interesting week lined up. But we, we George and I did a long run on the trail today. Yeah. yeah. Did 90 minutes. That's I not fun. Yeah, I, we're, we're not time in the end. Both our treadmills are like slightly inaccurate. One of them runs like a little slow and one of them runs like slightly fast. 
based on the wheel. Yeah. So just yeah. did 90 minutes. Actually, it wasn't as bad. As... I, I, I didn't mind it. I, I prefer doing that than running on a road and almost getting hit by cars or like running on a slanted side of the road. I prefer to just... Yeah, and like freezing your face off. That too. And your penis off and all that. What do you guys listen to slash watch on the treadmill? Um, I listen to Oliver Tree's new album. How many times do you listen to that by now? A few times, yeah. I mean, I really like... I really like been good, actually. It, I like his new album. I like certain songs in it, and I also like his persona. I just think it's hilarious. I mean, yeah. we, I mean, people who know Oliver yeah. Tree know the whole situation with that. I've listened to that. I've listened to songs that you recommend me. Um, new Spacey Jane single. Yeah. George, Bit, what about you? Morgan's Bedtime Music. Morgan's, be- Morgan's Bedtime Music. That's what Morgan calls any music that George... That isn't... Yeah. That isn't EDM. Yeah. Anytime George is in the kitchen and making dinner, he plays really nice music and Morgan's like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep. Because yeah. this, this, this not- song's putting me to sleep. Yeah, well, I don't know. We've got different tastes, I guess. I feel like we both listen to electronic music, but my electronic music is like chill electronic music. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely... If there was a Venn diagram of our two music tastes, there is a pretty big overlap. Uh, bank at the... At the, at the <clears throat> center of that because i like a lot of chill edm yeah. but then also i like i i think i like a lot of chill edm i think you just don't like anything that's not chill i've never really heard you listen to anything that's like hype up aggressive yeah what's like your most aggressive music that you listen to i don't know illumination <laughs> <laughs> i once downloaded illumination right? <clears throat> had to throw away that's my true. whole computer I, I used to, I listened to Lumineers like probably three years ago. <laughs> I, I like the Lumineers. I mean, I've never listened to them. I'm going to like judge someone that listens to them just based on all the stereotypes, but I've never actually listened to them. I assume they have to make pretty good music to be as big as they are. But yeah. I heard that Dathan, the only way like Dathan runs really, really fast is if he listens to like ACDC or like ACDC? That, that's a generation gap right there. <laughs> ACDC. I mean, I tell you what, you probably like run really, really fast listening to Mr. Brightside and repeat. Yeah, or something like that. But. I feel like the two things I listen to at the moment is like ch- electronic, but not your electronic. Yep. Like the list, or the Aussie slash New Zealand music. Yeah. Me and Ollie like the indie to. rock, and yeah. that's the, also pretty chill. There's definitely, I reckon that's like a different. That's a style right now. I well, think yeah. What Aussie type New Zealand of, music's very very different to the similar type of music in America, don't you think? Although I started with the Beatles today. Yeah. <laughs> you did? I was feeling some Beatles. Because I don't want to get like the hype music when I've got an hour and a half to go. Yeah. My last true. like 20 minutes, I, I got into some electronic stuff. I respect stuff. that. Kind of, it was like a that. progression, you know? That's how you have to do it on the treadmill. Like a treadmill mentally for 90 minutes is pretty intimidating. So you really have yeah. to like be smart, be savvy about how you prepare yourself and how you, you definitely, well, actually, Ollie, you didn't have your clock covered up. Do you look at the oh, time? Because I know you. I, I was gonna. That was gonna be a topic for today. Really? People that don't cover up the time on a treadmill are like yeah, leaning I don't know towards how to serial it. killer. No doubt. <laughs> it's been Alicia, Joe, Ollie, basically. Well, do you? Do you? I, I also like. Do I you just, just not look at it. I just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I literally just don't care. Like I go off. I don't go off the treadmill time or speed. I go off my watch and then how I feel like overall. Yeah, see, Ollie doesn't cover it, but I could see Ollie just not even looking at it. Whereas Joe Klecker is the opposite of you where True. he has said that he needs to be looking at the time. Otherwise he feels like it takes forever. I mean, you could you could literally walk in, Jordy, and put a towel over it and I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. I, unless you'd like touch my music, that's when I'd get angry, but I don't, I don't really care. I just don't as cover in, it up. As in when you look at it and you see it's only been 0.8 of a mile. Don't care. Yeah, so I can like, see And that. then you look at it again, it's well, been 0.9. It's 0.9 wow, and then it's been 1.0. No matter what I do and look at it, I know that like, oh, like it's 0.8 of a mile. Well, obviously, I've only been on here for a couple of minutes. I don't care. Like, 
oh, I got one mile to go. I'm not going to be like, yeah. <gasps> like, oh, just at, like every single like thing going up. That's a, that is a very different way to how Joe does it. Yeah. But I, I love having it covered and now look at it and it's been an hour. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's nice. That's, that's like, I'm not having a go at doing that. I just don't do it because I haven't really... I don't think that. Yeah, way. see, I can 100% see where all these come from. Where he just literally doesn't give a fuck. Whereas, like, for us, like, we're like, oh, shit. Like, it's going to make it t- feel like it takes forever if yeah, you are I, looking I, at I the time. I really care. Except the only thing that I didn't, that I noticed a lot, I don't know if that happens to you too, is that Dathan will walk up next to the bed and, like, look at it. <laughs> won't say anything for a couple of minutes and then we'll either make a comment about it or walk away. And I'm like, I what didn't... are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, he, like, he looked at my treatment when he goes bit quick right <laughs> i was like dathan i'm running like this is a long run i'm running like this pace usually in the long run he's like oh yeah and then he just walks away and then comes back five minutes later and thinks that everything's changed yeah but, our, um, our two treadmills are interesting because so yeah as george said one is long and one is short and i didn't know that was like a phenomenon to the extent that it is because it's quite if you especially if you're doing a like longer run it's actually quite significant how much of a difference it has on the distance and the pace that you run so yeah, for anyone out there who's just like running on a treadmill at like a rec center, I feel like you got to take that into yeah. account. Because I would have never taken that into account until coming here and learning that it's literally the one that's quick. It's like thirty seconds per mile, quick essentially. Yeah. So you're running like seven minute pace, and it feels like six thirty pace. Like that's a, that's a pretty big difference right there. I think it's like common for them to be slow because I think the motor will just over time like lose some power. That makes sense. I think the fact that that one's fast, I don't think that's super common. That's weird, yeah. I think. It's a weird treadmill overall. Right? <clears throat> it is weird because it's really bouncy. Very low to the ground. Oh, so soft, yeah. Super soft, but... Yeah. So much treadmill talk. <laughs> Lots of treadmill talk. <laughs> oh, the, the only thing that I other... The only other thing I wanted to ask is for people that do want to listen, what are the bands that you guys were talking about? Like when you talk about Australian, New Zealand, hmm. indie, rock. So there's Mako Road, which is New Zealand... Band, I think the big one would be like Sticky Fingers. Sticky Fingers is massive for us. Sticky Fingers, Marco Road, Spacey Jane, like Lime, six, Lime Cordial, even. Ocean Alley, Dope Lemon, Dope Lemon, Ocean oh, Alley. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you can find if you start listening to those <laughs> artists, like I know that's why Spotify and Apple Music are pretty good right now. If you start listening to those artists, more of the different yeah. artists that you will not know about will come in and they'll be recommended to you yeah it's, oh and bank we should mention bank's new album well that's like that's different. A, it's a different see that's it's another thing it's different but like we should mention it because we listen to it a lot <laughs> yeah because yeah. i would say that like so that's the indie rock type stuff is like its own thing in australia new zealand where the electronic music is also its own thing where you have yeah. bank but then you have like all these other australian guys like running touch running touch um i'm like blanking on some names right now but that's its whole like own thing is it like electronic indie is that a thing it's essentially that's <laughs> what it feels like because it's not edm like it's not yeah. dance music really. no no it's, it's, it's definitely like a little different. more chill yeah and it's like it's like kind of like flume but flume's his own thing as well flume is literally in his own category yeah. like there's no one in flume's category at all yeah like, so. people say oh that's probably more of an australian style and it's like no this is flume yeah he's, like, he's, he's pretty amazing he's pretty cool but um all right so yeah that was that was today but then so the storm is like a three-day four-day thing it's like cold and it's probably gonna snow a bunch more like 12 inches of snow they're saying so the boys have a track workout on thursday well had a planned track workout on thursday and now we have to well actually this is a pretty nice solution you guys just have to travel down to air force for the day Mm -hmm. which it really is like people drive a lot further than that to work out i actually don't even know how far it is 90 minutes 90 minutes i was told yeah yeah, Hour forty maybe. Yeah, I mean, if it's your if it's your freaking day job, then yeah, it's 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 very doable. But I mean, that means that that makes the workout take like the whole day. Like, do you guys have a schedule for that day yet? I think nine a.m. We have to leave. Nine a.m. 
Are you doubling? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. before. No, I am doubling. Um, I'll probably double after. Yeah. Because I don't want to rush a double and then be in the car for 80 minutes. The interesting part is that it's we're definitely we're going up and normally people drive like Down example yeah. flag yeah. going like you drive maybe 45 minutes to Sedona or even further if you want to go to Cottonwood or Which, even further if you want to go to Phoenix yeah but you're going down now shit we're gonna drive hour and a half to go up like 2,000 feet 7,200 feet right something like that and so you guys will adjust the workout a little bit oh uh, he said yes. he said yes but like knowing Ritz. He's, yeah, he's a maniac, so it'll probably be a pretty hard workout anyway, regardless of how he adjusts it. It's going to be pretty hard. Maybe yeah. the same paces, but the rip will be like 200 meters shorter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said that we're going to do 200s. And like we might hit 600s yeah. at some pace, but we might just do 400s instead. Yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's the kind of change you make at altitude. Because the rest will stay the same, I think. I think he wants the rest the same. Mm. It's a shorter distance. It's a nice compromise. Definitely better than going out to Washington, which <laughs> yeah, oh God. for a brief moment, for a brief moment, that idea was floated that the boys would fly to Seattle to do a, a workout and then come back here, which sounds kind of outrageous, but in the context of the fact that USA Indoors is in Washington this week, so Alicia and Ritz were going to be there anyway, it does make sense, but luckily you guys don't have to do that. You guys just get to chill here. I so. mean... Yeah, it's like, it sounds crazy, but it's also like kind of cool the things that David is willing to suggest to get it done. He's, he's willing like, to do whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it takes. That is a certain level of like, just like, yeah, we need to do this workout. Because this it, is what I'm willing to do. Yeah, dude, I'll just be like, oh man, I'll just take the day off or whatever. I'll, yeah. just, I'll just do the workout like, a few days later. A coach's commitment like that makes you realize like, wow. like I just do some strides on the treadmill or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, nah, we're getting this done. Yeah, so. It's pretty funny. It is funny. But yeah, a bunch of treadmill running, a bunch of hanging out inside in this winter weather. So it's not too bad though. I kind of like the snow, honestly. What would you guys do in Wisconsin mostly? Wisconsin was more consistent you know what i mean because the thing with the thing with the colorado winter is it's a ton of snow we looked it up a couple days ago it's like 90 inches of snow per year so that's a lot and the way it happens is it comes in waves where it'll dump a bunch and then it'll stick around for a couple of days and then it'll get sunny and then it'll clear and so while overall it is really nice because there are these sunny days where it's like warm like you're literally running in a t-shirt and there's like snow on the ground and so that's super nice what, why it's difficult is it means that you're constantly having to change based on the weather and you're kind of at the mercy of the weather. Whereas in Wisconsin, it still snows, but it, it's way more reliable where like you just know that certain roads will almost always be clear. They also use a lot more salt and stuff on the yeah. roads in Wisconsin, which <laughs> yeah. they don't do here because it's bad for the environment, I guess. So Wisconsin, it's like more reliable that there'll be like certain hills that we'll go to or certain like tempo loops that we can do and then we also have access to the indoor turf and the indoor track which we don't have here which we do not have here which is another (laughs) kick in the dick well it is a kick in the dick because if you look at it like i mean if you're in flagstaff you can mike smith is known to let people on that track we love mike smith we love mike smith um t-shirt coming his way t-shirt coming coming to coach smith like people are able to use the track you know people are able to use that resource i mean dathan was able to call andy powell and say, hey, yes. can my guys use your track? And he's like, yeah, no worries. Yeah. But we can't get access to a track where we live. That's so, true. We're going all the way to Air Force <laughs> to run on a it's like 280 meter track or something. And apparently all the four inside lanes are like covered by scaffolding or something. Oh, so okay. we have to run lane six and it's like 298 meters or something. <laughs> wow. And literally 10 minutes from here, it's probably the newest 
300 meter track in the country it's so nice and we can't access it yeah it's like an incredible Not even a facility like a sunday like <laughs> so this is a very no con- one else will be there. <laughs> it's a very contentious issue which it you is. can probably tell is that and i don't blame them to be honest at all but see you don't let anyone else use their facilities which it's like i mean so you it's tough because you do look at flagstaff and it's a very like a welcoming community mike smith is is great with letting all these pro runners use the facility during the winter when they really need to. There's like no other options. And unfortunately here, you know, we don't know like the full history of it. We kind of have talked about it a little bit on previous episodes, but I, I like, cause at one point definitely in Boulder, like they were pretty open to people using the track, but for some, at some point, Mark Wetmore was like, no, I mean, I don't even know if it was Mark or if that's it was what, like CD yeah. Athletics. They that's were just what like, I'm thinking. AD or something. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> You know, we don't want these people to use our facility. Like, we spent millions on it. And, you know, because... So, this is why it's relevant right now is that a couple of weeks ago, Dathan got an email from someone and it sounded like we were going to be able to use that indoor track, which is an absolute game changer. Like, yeah. in our minds, we just completely... We don't even think that that indoor track exists. It I, exist, for, I forget it. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. exist in but, our minds. But it's this beautiful 300 indoor track would make winter training so much better. But so, we kind of got teased because... Yeah, they said, you know, we're going to, there's some money coming together. Donation or something. Yeah, and we're going to pay to use this indoor track. But then, for whatever reason, it fell through. And at the end of the day, you're like, this is CU Athletics. Like, they're dealing with millions of dollars. Like, they don't need to, like, worry about some pro runners paying them, like, a bit of money to use the track. And so I, I get where they're coming from. It is frustrating that it's not available to, to us because, yeah, it would be so nice. But I don't really, like, blame anyone for it. I think. I, I think I go more the other way where I say like Mike Smith is like the exception mm. of how welcome he is in flag. And he's just a different community. I think, yeah. I mean, and it wasn't like M before him, like Heinz was equally. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different community. I think <clears throat> flag has always had that kind of community, whereas Boulder hasn't always had that. It's also kind of a little smaller. Yeah. It is. It is crazy that we can go down to Air Force to use their track. But I think Boulder would just be once you let one group in, it's like the floodgates, you know, yeah. like how are you going to decide who you say yes and no to? And there's just there'd be hundreds of pro runners, pro triathletes, elite runners, you know, like there's, it's just endless. So that's, that's probably what they're trying to stop is the floodgate. And yeah. then like, I mean, if it's a new facility, nice facility, it would get not, not that they would get wrecked by professional athletes, but like lane one would probably get worn out and there's probably a lot of stuff i wonder if that does happen in flag and i like i wonder if smith it does have to turn away some people because obviously like all the proteins that we know of can go Mm -hmm. like bauman's in there naz's in there like mccurdy's in there everyone we know of is in there but are there like some people that are not i don't know yeah i don't know it'd be interesting flag is definitely smaller so it's like everyone kind of knows it's not like but i would argue that the running groups aren't as small as here i'd say there's more running groups in flag right mm, i yeah. i think there's more of the the level below pros here like there's more people was club running or like yeah just elite yeah because there's just so many more people like, here like if you think about like elite people yeah like the boulder and all the surrounding suburbs area it's like a lot of yeah. people whereas flag is it doesn't have that but they do have like run flag yeah. is in the dome like they meet every tuesday night all year i think like mm-hmm. the thing smith started years yeah. and years ago george they have six flags 
Six Flags. Is that is that is that Six Flags is the thing, right? In Flagstaff. Dude, I always want to go to Six Flags. <laughs> Six yeah, Flags is freaking sweet. Well, Six been Flags. In, I've been okay. to the Magic Mountain. Why world. is there no Six Flags in Flagstaff? That's just a no-brainer. <laughs> it's a no-brainer. No Mark needs to get onto that. Anyway, sorry. Invest now. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, they, they have run, they, they have run <laughs> like nights in the dome. Just okay. like Tuesday nights, like the yeah club people, the community wow. gets yeah, to come the community. In. Mike Smith organizes that too, right? He yeah, he shows up every Tuesday night. What, what can't this man do, this dude? Guy, honestly, <laughs> he's literally the Superman of collegiate the sport, coaching. Man. Or he's something. like I don't know. yeah. I aspire to be like that guy, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. T- talking about tracks, I mean, I guess we may we were going to talk about this later, but if we're talking about tracks, we may as well just get into Poopgate now because Poopgate, we're already talking about flag. We we're already, already talking. We're already talking about lack of track access and the impact that it has on us as elite runners. Such a tough existence we live because in Boulder, you know, there's a lot of tracks which, like, I'm talking outdoor tracks now, which schools don't because they're all school tracks. A lot of school tracks don't let any pro runners on them. And it's because of shit like this, pun intended, <laughs> which just happened in Sedona. So we're hearing from our people. From our sources. Uh, our sources on the ground and flagged that apparently all the pro groups just got banned from using the Sedona track, which if... It's a big deal. If it is a big deal. Yeah. We, like, that's one of the things that like people go to flag to train. They're like, all right, I can go in the winter because Sedona is 45 minutes away. It's going to be beautiful. Yeah, for, train down there. for those who don't know, Sedona is a town 45 minutes from Flagstaff and it's lower altitude and it's always way warmer. So it's, I mean, does it, it must snow there sometimes. It does, but I mean, I think Rarely. and it barely lasts a day. Like it's going to be 50 or 60 the next day every yeah. time. So that's one of the amazing things about Flag is that you can live up at a higher altitude and you can, any day you want, just drive down to Sedona and go run on the track there. But we have just heard that the school at Sedona is just banned runners and it's being... Currently, it's being known as Poopgate 2022. <laughs> <laughs> so, George, you want to take away the the what the sources are saying? Well, what's the what's well, the what's the, what's the, 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 the I mean, story? The started off Ollie's Twitter yeah, uh, investigation. I, yeah, I saw a tweet, started this out today. I saw a tweet from Sam Parsons um, <clears throat> saying like this can't be real or something about Sedona High School track banning pro well, pretty much all athletes that aren't on part of the high school team on the track. And then people are calling it Poopgate 22 on Twitter and they're saying, oh, somebody's pretty much taking a poo <laughs> at the track. I don't know if it's yeah. on the track. I, yeah, this is just like lane one uh, or is this Anyway, like, so like yeah. the infield. I, I, I looked at this tweet and then I obviously, George, you know, being from NAU, was able to get some more clarity. Hey, we don't, we don't, we don't talk about who our inside sources are. No, we just have people we just, We're able to get some more know. clarity because like, you know, obviously this is something that people are going to talk about and... Yeah. Um, we were able to find out more information on it, and George was able to find some more info regarding what I saw on Twitter. We, we, there, was, there was someone commented, this has to be Bauman, right? Yeah. And, you know, Bauman again thrown on the bus for everything now, but, you <laughs> know, we, but we, want, we want the truth. Yes. And so, yes. George, what did we find? I think the poop gate story has been confirmed by the, at the top. <laughs> the top of the top. <laughs> the top. Um, and I, I think Bauman has been cleared. Bauman is cleared. Their name has been cleared. I don't know if we want to throw someone else under the bus. You know I they, want to throw them under no, the you bus. Know, you, know, you know why they ban them? You know why they ban Bauman? Why? Because of Grant Fisher's drills. They probably saw that and they're like, nah, we don't want this on our track. Okay, I haven't seen his drills. They're lighting up Instagram though, apparently. But they're working, so. Looks well, yeah. like he's so, training for um, Anyone Can Dance or something like that. Like, <laughs> like the, the movements. 
like robot or something. He's doing the robot. I think the high school is blaming NAU. I think they always get blamed for Sedona, blamed for Sedona stuff because like they just assume everyone's associated with like the college team. Makes sense. But word on the street, everyone wants to be associated with the college team. Is True. is that it was some some damn Canadians, French Canadians. It was the French Canadians apparently. <laughs> like. Come on, guys. What are we doing? We're all freaking runners here. Let's show some... Okay, so first off... A French-Canadian. First off... Pinched one off at the track. A French-Canadian. You know, French-Canadians have a bad enough reputation as is. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was a joke. Uh, My girlfriend's French, so, like, they make fun of... They they make jokes about French-Canadians, but... um, it's just like, okay, yeah, I try to, it's, I struggle to wrap my head around this because a poop at the track could mean a lot of things. You instantly, <laughs> you, you instantly think of like a poop literally on the track. There's that's, no way that's they, what I thought of the first time I saw it. There's no it. way they did that. Like what it most likely was is that the bathrooms were closed. They were locked and someone was like freaking out before a workout and they took a poop like behind the bleachers or like somewhere, which is like kind of off, but still in the, like, the reality is, if you take a poop like in somewhere like that, someone has to clean that up. It's also like, in high school, so like, can't you be like, if you get caught doing that, it's like a, it's like a crime. It's a yeah, you're gonna get put on the sex offenders list or something. Yeah. I don't know. But if you piss near a track, that's just so unacceptable. You can get the high school track, you can get in trouble for that, right? I, I if yeah, if you're if flashing you're peeing, your penis you're, out, yeah, there. If you're flashing your your genitals out, taking the piss near like, a, in a high school area, then you're gonna get on the sex offender. Sex list. And the thing is, from Twitter, the actual legit McCurdy trained, which is a pro group based, based in Flex. It's McKindry. <laughs> all, all his name for them is McKindry, which George and I kind of, most of the time we can laugh along with all of this one. We can't even wrap our heads around how, how he has come up with the name McKindry for them. But, you know. Kinder surprise. <laughs> that's actually oh, really good. Harvey's going to love that one. Yeah, and our close personal friend Harvey's on the team. And, like, I legitimately feel really bad for them because this is having potentially a very real effect on them as pro athletes based in flag relying on being able to go train at Sedona. If that's just like canceled for them, it's like, what the hell? Like that's, that's actually they have real. To to Boulder. And, <laughs> and you know, they're, they're locals here and like the people who are getting blamed are people that are coming in for training camps. So yeah. it's like, come on, you got to be respectful of, you know, for the, I mean, it's, you don't even need to say that you need to be respectful to not take a shit on someone's track. Like that's obviously not going to go well. So yeah, I feel bad. And it's also, it's hilarious, but it is also hilarious. <laughs> but it just sucks. It's funny because we weren't like during the lead up to this, we're trying to figure out what we're going to talk about, and then all of a sudden, this came up literally like half an hour before we started the pod. And yeah. it makes us feel a little better because we would like we would love to be able to go to Sedona this week instead of oh having to God, drive yeah. to Air Force. But, but this makes us feel a little better. Yeah, you know, maybe this. Well, it's been interesting <laughs> because if you follow Bauman on Instagram. They've been posting the workouts from Phoenix, which, and they're based, they've been training up in Flags. So they've been driving two hours to go to Phoenix to go work out, which I think there's a couple of reasons they do that, just pure sea level. So, and so Jerry can fly in and stuff. But man, maybe there's going to be a bit more of people going all the way to Phoenix, you I gotta, guess. You've got to accommodate the coach before the athlete. <laughs> yeah. You can also go to Cottonwood, which oh, is another really? one on the way. It's like, it's probably like 15 minutes further. It's like an hour. Oh, that's but not then, that bad. And it's even lower, it's like 3,000 feet. But should, uh, if they've heard the stories from Sedona, they're probably not going <laughs> to let anyone go. I got an idea, guys. We what? should start GoFundMe to get public, uh, those little like portaloo toilets at Sedona High School track. We could save the community. I'm not even going to comment on this. <laughs> GoFundMe, we can like raise money to get portaloos <clears throat> at the track so this will never happen again. How much money do you think that'd take? Two or three dollars. <laughs> Surely a porta potty doesn't cost that much. I mean, I don't know. We could just do a GoFundMe. Yeah. I, I've seen it work for athletes before for less, less good reasons. So... 
this would be a good time to, you know, spread the love to the uh, running community and flag. Okay. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that Shelby's GoFundMe was successful. I didn't say anything <laughs> about Shelby's GoFundMe. I haven't, yeah. I haven't checked the numbers, but... <clears throat> I'm just saying, like, it's a... I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. But um, <laughs> speaking of Shelby, she continues to flex on all them haters with pictures Second of her watch. Yeah, <laughs> pictures of her watch with very quick times on them. 1447, was it? 1447, 5K. What was the other time trial she did? Mm, she mile? did a fish. mile at 347. <laughs> 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 what was that? No, it was, it was 355. There's no, no way she was <laughs> I think she ran a 1500. No. Was it 403 or something? Yeah, I think, yeah. It, was I think like, it was like 403, it was, 1500. It was something like that, yeah. Yeah, it was something which makes, like, is very quick, but like... She's like, obviously mirrored Shelby. her team... Sorry. Her previous teammates yeah. in Boston. And then she said on social media, Instagram, if you guys are curious. Uh, <laughs> she said on social media that something big coming in the next couple of weeks. And yeah. I'm wondering what that is. The new hemp sponsorship, maybe. Um, but I think it's... <laughs> hey, a hemp sponsorship would be pretty cool. I'd hashtag, get sponsored by hemp. Hashtag good for the sport for hemp, man. Yeah. yeah. Get hemp clothing, hemp, hemp running wear. Um, speculation. Speculation. But she could be... you're listening be, on. She could be running a 10K. Yeah. Because there's a 10K one around that time. Yeah, we, we have done some deductive work and we very very loose to talk to work. <laughs> and we think that she's going to be racing a 10k when her teammates go to race the 10 the 10k in is it la i guess mm-hmm. whatever that one is in california in two or three weeks san juan capistrano san or something juan, yeah <clears throat> do whatever. you think it'll be like the gun will go off and she'll literally start <laughs> on a different track like oh, it's like literally like, next door it's yeah. like, <laughs> over there it's on the warm-up track it's dark yeah. it's honestly I could, I could see her just like just waiting to see what all the girls run, and then she races at like literally like one a.m. in the morning. She goes and does her ten k. I, I don't and it's know. Like twenty seconds faster than. Yeah, I could see it happening. She's I imagine a... they'll run pretty late at night. Yeah. Then this time she waited. What was it? A week later. Yeah, something like that. If you're if you're a girl in Bowman, are you comparing yourself to her? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. So you're comparing yourself to someone who's been convicted of. Well, or... yes. Yes. I mean, they might. They obviously might believe. And I mean, you're probably no, no you're probably racing. Yeah, you're probably racing against some dopers as well. They just haven't been caught yet. Think, it's possible. Think, think about that. It is possible. Yeah. Well, yeah, on, might be competing against a return to doper oh, this year. Kip Rock. If Kip Rock as well. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he's been uh, back from Twitter. Yeah, I went on. Apparently, <laughs> his, Twitter, his Twitter is interesting. Yeah, if you want to, if you if you are on a Friday evening, you haven't got plans. Grab some popcorn. <laughs> hop on to Asbel's Twitter because it is wild. It is wild. Which is like okay, so this is like a weird thing is like to get in the mind of someone who's been because it's the same with Shelby, you know, someone who's been convicted of doping, and you try to get in their minds if and you imagine if they are clean and they got convicted of doping, like if that happened to one of you too. Like how you would react, and there's two, there's a few different ways to go about it. Shelby has, like Shelby and Kiprop have both just said they're innocent the whole time. Mm-hmm. Shelby has just like continued to like train and stay really fit and just like crush and do her thing. Kiprop has just like decided to just like post outrageous <laughs> stuff on Twitter, <laughs> and I, I don't think he's fit. I, if I'm thinking of the right person, I think he's like super unfit. And he like posts about how unfit he is all the time now. <laughs> really? So he's on the opposite of Shelby. I think he just stopped training. <laughs> but he still does continue to post like crazy stuff about how um, you know he's he's clean and all that. And but he's had a lot of drama going in his life as well. Because yeah. do you guys remember he got in trouble for I think banging one of his training partners' wives or something? 
<laughs> really? I'm yeah, not sure that. that I'm not sure that. Yeah, it happened. But I, I think for him compared to Shelby, though, it's interesting because a lot of people probably still believe Shelby. Yeah. And I, I, I'm guaranteeing you no one believes Kip Rob. I don't know, though. Maybe in Kenya people <laughs> believe him. I think, yeah, maybe, but... I think Shelby has gone more the similar route to Christian Coleman, yeah. who not a convicted doper. Yeah. Clear that up. Just Whereabouts failures. Came back, fit as hell, beat US champ Trevor Brumell in his first race back. <clears throat> Pretty impressive. Not a convicted doper, though. Yeah. But I mean, the Shelby case is similar. still, like... I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing that she's still fighting it. And so she's... I think her appeal is still going on or something, yeah. right? I, yeah. I, the, I don't Swiss, know the, the Swiss one. I don't know I the don't details, know but I guess she's... She lost She lost the first one, and then this one's going to be with the higher yeah. Swiss court, which just takes a longer time. But it's it's funny because a guy just retired recently who was a, a doper, Justin Gatlin. He was celebrated. As a world champion. Yeah, man. I mean, there's just so different. It's there's so many layers in general, to it. There's so many layers to it. Whereas yeah. with Shelby, it seems pretty clear cut. Well, even mm. then, it's not clear cut. I mean, it, it is, but it isn't. I don't know. This is a, this is a big topic. Yeah, to that, get that's into. probably true. I mean, it, it's, is it, can, can it be more clear cut than others? Or is it always going to be like, like, unless you found with a needle in your arm? Like, well, it seems like it can be very. The thing, with, the thing with Shelby is at the end of the day, there was. The Nandos. Oh, the, Nando, <laughs> the Nandos was three and a half times more than the Nandos. So the, the end of the day, end of the day, she had Nandos in her system, and how it got there, we'll never know. Probably, uh, but yeah, it, I guess it was in her system, and it makes you better at running. So those yeah. are those are two facts. So we're gonna have a negative connotation on Nandos. It's like COVID for Corona. I heard Nando's stock hit a big. Uh, not while we were in florida nando's sauce was that was like the highlight of the florida grocery store we had a lot of nando's sauce really it's not in the grocery stores carlos went looking for it yesterday he couldn't find them that's too bad um if you guys are thinking about it's nando's perinase perinase yeah the hot one the hot one get the hot one not the regular one yeah Get the hot one. If you're lucky and it's at your local grocery store, go, go to grab Publix it. in Florida. You'll find it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're in Florida, man. Never going back there. <laughs> <laughs> Unless Rich says we have to, then we will. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I think that is that anything else? We talked a lot of flag stuff so far. We did, <laughs> as per usual. <laughs> yeah, as per usual. We've got to bring it's up the Finique. epicenter. It's the epicenter of our sport, I guess. Every all the drama is happening there. So yeah, I mean, seriously, we got to keep talking it's about a it. A lot going on. But yeah, I guess expanding from the flag region. This weekend, we have the USA Indoor Championships held in Spokane, Washington, which... Great location. I heard is the meth capital of the US. <laughs> no, I thought that was Springfield, Eugene. Oh, oh really? it is Springfield. <laughs> Wait, maybe, it, maybe it's the, it's the uh, cocaine. All, the cocaine all, and all I know is that my dear friend Kai Wilmot is from there and he used to just tell me that a lot of people did math there. So <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going off. But maybe they, that's how they built that track so quickly. It must be a new track, right? It is brand new. It's brand it new is. Brand. Yeah, so they have a nice Looks new nice. track there. Then they're racing USA Indoors there. And USA Indoors is always like an interesting one because, you know, not necessarily a lot of people would do it. But this is a world's year, so more people will be doing it. And on our team, we have Alicia going to do it. Monsoon! Yeah, the Monsoon racing the 3K. And uh, like the, the women's distance running has just been completely bananas here in the US and around the world. And... So I'm sure those races will be really good. Uh, we don't really know. Like, who's racing the 3K? Wayney? Wayney, for sure. For, for think, sure? Yeah. I think Josette and Elle are entered. However, they're also entered in the 1500, which is the day before. 
Mm-hmm. Not sure how the scratching system works, but I imagine if they make the 1500 meter team, They'll scratch which they're probably favorites to make, actually don't, but... I don't know, maybe they won't run the 3K or maybe they'll try. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they still ran it anyway just to try still ran it, have yeah. a shot just at it. training purposes? No, I just have another shot at US title. Like, where would you know? I think, like, I think Cole was I think Cole was entered in both. Oh, yeah, on the He's men's apparently going to gonna do, we'll get into that later, but Cole's apparently split wants to do double 15 3K at Worlds. You see, at Worlds, he wants to do the double. And they both have a prelim and a final. Really? He's racing against. Yeah. He's not racing. It's not NCAA. This is like prelim final against the best in the world. So it'd be interesting if he actually does that because that would be impressive. Well, it looks like we're getting into it now. Uh, yeah, that would be because USA's make sense to double. Yeah, because yeah, because they're both straight finals. Both straight finals. Wait, and they're not. I think yeah. is the fifteen hundred a straight final at USA's? I think it is. I think it's just like seated. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, that makes sense actually. Yeah, and it's like, I mean. Cole did some... I, I forgot the, the doubles that Cole did in the NCAA, both at indoors and indoors. outdoors. Mm-hmm. It was outrageous. Actually, yeah, outdoors was also outrageous. Like, I think outdoors was almost more. Well, so he ran the 5K and the 1500, right? Yeah. Indoors, he went 353 in the mile and then came back and ran 746 he, and he for the win, for winning both. Outkicking Cooper Tier. Yeah. And then outdoors, <laughs> he went 335. For the win and then came back and ran through 13 18 maybe for fourth yeah <laughs> ridiculous those like and both of these are like 60 minutes like it's not it's insane it's, it's not, not a lot of time, time in between time you have to be so i think i think you obviously have to be really fit to do that but you also just have to be a certain type of athlete like cheers like that's cheers. the only other person i can think of yeah, yeah chairs rob yeah. something something yeah. about oregon you know I don't, yeah. I don't know what they're doing over there i could <laughs> not pop perinay sauce yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> no incredible. way i could I am. I could never double at like conference or anything. Yeah. Like this, I feel great the next day, but the same day, I would no, impossible. Same day, I mean, like we. Morgan yeah, Ollie did it. I did it. Well, and and like Ollie, but, you are an extremely strong fit runner. It was hard. And it was really did. fucking hard. <laughs> it's so I did, hard. I think I did. You did the, the mile three k, and I've done. I've done a three k five k. I've done the mile three k. But the three k five k was on separate. Three k five k was actually pretty doable. Yeah, on separate days. Yeah, and but you did the mile. 3K on I was the same able to, day. Yeah, because I think that was when you were doing Kong Games. I was able to win both, and then I went to do the mile 3K, and I won both, but it was freaking hard. Like, both of them were pretty hard to do. Yeah. Well, also, to be fair, the was that a conference that you won... You're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So you're talking about conference. No, the NCAA is... Oh, I don't want to bring that up. Yeah, because like, I was talking about that NCAA. That was terrible. Because I did... I did what? I did you did two the, miles, the 3K, and the DMR. Well, you did the DMR as well? Yeah. Oh, I forgot Did about that. Did you run that. the 12 or the mile? I ran the 12, yeah. <coughs> okay. But still, like, I, I yeah. was also just... I, I'm not, I wasn't an, an, the athlete like Cole Walker is for that. Hey, 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 Well, I just, hey, I wasn't hey. at that level. I think Cole was a sad You're pretty level. damn good, man. No, I'm not saying... I, I, I'm just saying he was at a different level. Like, and it was clearly shown from what he did in college. Um, yeah. Sorry. But yeah, that would be interesting. I mean, like, for the 3K for the women, if we get back to that, mm. um, that's probably going to be a really good race. It's going to be an amazing Particularly race. Particularly if the... Yeah. Do we know if any of the Bowman ladies are doing it? I'm going to imagine not, seeing as they seem to be making a big deal about going to the 10K next week. Oh, that's true. <coughs> yeah. So is that one week later? Yeah. Yeah. So there's even a... less even, because the 3K is on Sunday. Yeah. And the 10K is... Well, I don't know. Probably Saturday. But... So we won't see Elise Crowney. We won't see... Um, I won't say it. Who? I was going to say, you know how I say Chris's last name differently? I don't think she's been racing anyway, has she? Is she training? I think she's she, yeah, coming back she, from injury. She's uh, got a surgery. Yeah. But she seems pretty but, fit still. But yeah, I mean, regardless if Bauman's not there, I think it would be a very still be a good race. cool race. Because like Alicia on the track, she's been killing it. And mm. then 
It'll be interesting. You kind of know how it's going to play out. At the, well, I guess you don't know. Alicia can win in a lot of different ways, but her strength is ridiculous. Uh, if you were going to say she like one thing that she clearly has probably over everyone else that she's racing, it's her strength. So it's going to be interesting to see if other girls can hang yeah. with her and then especially because like, she's like a ten k girl coming down around three k, and people like Josette and Al are both basically milers coming up to the three k. You expect yeah. them to rely on clothes. And that's why the three k is such a great mm-hmm. event. Yeah, because it's it's such a nice middle ground. It's cool. You, it's cool yeah. to watch too. Three k is fun race to watch, as George has proven. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fun race to watch. There's a lot going on, a lot moving around. Yeah, there's so. a lot happening, and then they're like pretty quick as well. They're, they're not, kind they're of over slow. before you know it, honestly. Yeah. So um, that's the men's side for the three k though. Um, honestly, Drew Hunter's running it, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, Drew Hunter, but I don't know who else is. Just Cooper, is Cooper racing it? I Coop? think Coop's just running the mile. Oh really? Word on the street. Okay. But it's, then I guess. Wait, is, it a, is it a mile or fifteen hundred? Oh yeah, shit, fifteen hundred. Because no, because it could be a mile and they qualify for fifteen hundred. Mm, it's I'm only not sure a, if it's... they have a mile in the off years. Okay, so it's off years mile and then fifteen hundred for world. I think so. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. People like Blankenship ran seven forty-five, like six weeks ago, probably. That probably, 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 probably put eighteenth in the NCAA. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so <laughs> I I spoke to the Tinman boys yesterday and they. Just briefly, and they joked that the people racing USA's are the people that didn't make any <laughs> <laughs> Which that's is like, obviously, it's is actually fair. It's pretty fair. Yeah. Well, that's, like, ins- ti- yeah, it's yeah. crazy. The, You're world, getting- the world standard is significantly slower than the standard to qualify for NCAA's. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the world standard is 750, if people don't know. And I yeah. think six- What was it to make NCAA's? Like it's quicker than six, that. probably. Oh my god! It like, might even be faster than that. I mean, even the mile. I think there's 81 people that have broken four. Yeah, we still have one more weekend. Um, it's conference weekend. So. I'd love to see 100 people break four in college. That'd be unbelievable. That would be. It could happen. Pretty sweet. It could happen. I mean, people could be like at conference or anything. Could be running under four. Yeah. Well, the weird thing with indoors is that there's conference weekend, and all the big ones have a conference meet except the freaking Pac-12, mm-hmm. and then some of the other ones have last chance meets as well. Like there's a last chance meet at Boston normally. Yes, and there's well, someone that's running. Well, yeah, because yeah. I think some of the Pac-12 schools because they don't have conference and they would have that like shitty meet that they don't doesn't matter. Apparently, they're going to Boston. They're going to Boston while everyone else Husky? while everyone I else mean, runs UW? like three events yeah. at their conference meet. Freaking Oregon's going out to BU to run a last. It just doesn't meet. make sense that there isn't a Pac-12 indoor meet. <coughs> there, there is, there is. It well, doesn't not, count. But yeah, it's not a meet. It's, it's an w- invitational. Yeah, uh, it's not like a conference meet where you win like a conference title and you have to go. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's interesting. Especially, I, we always found it in AU it was even worse because like other schools. <clears throat> I mean, it was probably some of you guys had to run a bunch of events, but at least you would sometimes go to like. Maybe a fast sea level track or something. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, we, you I, could I, run we quick. Ohio, We'd be going like yeah. to altitude to run yeah. on like a 200 meter flat track. Yeah, not much you can do there. Yeah. But yeah, no Pac 12 meters, indoor meters, hashtag not good for the sport. Hashtag mm. not good for the sport, bro. I tell you what, hashtag is good for the sport, though. Tell us. Tell us. Josh Kerr. Um, <laughs> oh, now you're sucking up to him. No, no. I've always had my stance on Josh, and you can go back in the pod for. <laughs> to make sure that I'm telling the truth. I've always liked Josh and I like what, what he brings to the sport. And particularly with this, with uh, Citrus Mag, he's going for the 1500 meter indoor British record as well as the mile um, British indoor record in the same race. Yeah, so at BU. At BU, last chance. He said that he's like, why not break both? Um, which I think is pretty sick to, uh, to do that. It he has cool. to run. Well, actually, a lot of British guys have been trying to get that record. Um, mm-hmm. Birmingham was a race recently where they tried to go for it. Unfortunately, they um, didn't get it. 
and this one is going to be pretty exciting because he has to go through the 1500 to get the 1500 record you have to go through an under 334.2 and then go under 352 flat or around that time yeah. to break both now if he does for, the first one yeah just, it's like guaranteed just for <laughs> reference in milrose um i ran 350 and i went through the 1500 i think 335 point or high so yeah. he'll have to go and go through quicker than that and then finish he'll run like 348 maybe three like i think that's yeah. what it would be if you're going to break both if he does it i mean and What's yeah, the prediction, boys? What's the prediction? Oh, I mean, yeah. we've, been, we've been telling we've been telling some things that have been coming true. So you know, I, I it's <laughs> the fact that he ran three fifty two at Milrose. I think makes it a little more difficult. But I still th- I think he's gonna run three forty nine. But I'm not sure he's gonna get the fifteen though. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I actually think he'll break one or the other. That's what I well, think. If he goes and well, breaks, no, I think yeah because he could. I could see it as he runs under three thirty four point two, but then really like just you have to dive no, pretty hard dude. to do that. If he gets if he gets the fifteen, he could like walk it in and he'll get the mile. Yeah, that's, it's only one hundred and nine meters, right? In how many seconds is that? I don't know. You're the engineer. Thirty four. <laughs> like, like the He's 14, got like 15 seconds. Sixteen point yeah, something. Yeah. No, no, no. Eighteen. Eighteen. Eighteen seconds to run one hundred and nine meters. Oh, yeah. he can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to be dying pretty so hard. Our prediction is he'll break. You'll break, break 350, break the uh, mile, but maybe not get the 50. Well, hey, that was my prediction. Well, that's right. That's right. I believe <laughs> you agree? I think, that, I think that's what's going to happen. I think he'll break it. He'll go on to 350, but he won't break the 15. The interesting thing is that British champs are this week, yeah. and therefore it sounds very much like he's not going. Which is a, which I, <laughs> it I does seem it, like that, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been cool for him to go, because I think... Like yeah. particularly UK middle distance running right now is just off the charts, and Definitely. anytime those guys get a race and compete against each other, it's a pretty cool um, meet to watch. Wait, so, why did he say he wasn't going? I, he I, I thought he said he was going he's going to go to the UK champs but not do world indoors. I thought he mentioned that to me at hmm. the but I could be wrong. I could have misheard him. Maybe I had to change the plans. And he also like people change their plans all the time. I mean, he could be going to world indoors if he wants to do it. I'm sure he could qualify and oh maybe he has to do British champs to yeah you yeah. would yeah. you definitely would I mean indoors is is there's certain people who you look at them and they just like I mean Josh Carr has done amazing things in indoors yeah, that's yeah. when he broke out in NCAA and he yeah. like beat Chaz and all that but since being a pro he hasn't ever put a big emphasis on well, he's, indoors he's barely raced as well he takes when he wants to race yeah he's had a lot of success really focusing on outdoors and doing his thing indoors which. I mean, if that's what works for you, then yeah. that's what works for you. So, and he's, I mean, there's a lot of other people who do that as well. He's definitely not the only one, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you know, world indoors is a great opportunity. What are you doing with that salary? Yeah, Ollie? get that shit away from me. Jordy <laughs> loves salary. So Why are you putting that over here? Because I'm, I'm just leaving this nice and clean here. <laughs> okay. I, can I ask the people listening to the podcast, is this not a little dramatic? George hates salary. To the point where he doesn't want it in the fridge. <laughs> like, Which we've never actually had that happen where he, we've like had celery in the fridge and he's like gotten it out or anything. But he says that the smell of celery is so bad that he does, it, it stinks up the whole fridge. And I like celery. so I, I, I'm willing to put celery sticks in his bed <laughs> without him knowing and then him waking up to see the celery and freaking out. Don't even think about it. Yeah, no, I am thinking about it because okay. you, there's so much drama. Well, over, yeah, so for, vegetable for people who like George is not picky about food. No. It's just specifically celery. What what did celery do to you? Um, what hurt you? <laughs> what, what did it hurt you? It's a really traumatic experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I, I just never had it growing up and never want to. Well, Simon, Simon, uh, so we the it's, ge- it's genetic. Yeah, oh, he also hates Simon's anti celery as well. Wow. He, he apparently that was traumatic. Him and all his mates at boarding school apparently they'd put it in like everything for like their whole time at boarding school in the dining hall. So and now him and all his mates to this day that's refuse why that's to why, eat celery. I can see that. But that's why they're all in good shape. Yeah, eating celery. <laughs> yeah, that's, what that's why Simon looks great for his age. He's eating celery when he was. Well, yeah. yeah, dude, celery's a life but, hack, man. You, you <laughs> burn more calories eating it than you do than you get from it. I want, it, it, I want calories. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's true. true, true, true. I, that's that's actually an interesting case study right there because it seems like both of those are instances of uh, yeah, you guys have been like, I'm thinking nature versus nurture. Is that the nurture side oh. of you guys having a? It's like a trained dislike mm-hmm. of celery, and then he passed that on to yeah. you through behavior. And I plan on passing it down many more generations. <laughs> many more generations. Ideally, George populates the whole world and <laughs> trains everyone to dislike celery, so then we can just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. That's the goal end goal here. I think. I think Morgan yeah. and I will be in the opposite. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be trying. I, I, the I sweet don't potatoes. Like sweet, oh, okay, I what's more? Okay, what's yeah, let's, like not, let's not bring. Well, up. see, the thing that's got to be less weird. Liking sweet potato. Yeah, sweet, sweet potato like sweet, or celery. Do you like sweet potato more than p- potatoes? Uh, different. I don't think that can be compared. I don't like that answer. So what George like is talking about is the fact that I personally don't really like sweet potato that much. But <laughs> That's putting it lightly. You literally you <laughs> no, picked no, no, them no. out. Well, okay. Oh, I mean, what do you expect from me? It's not as dramatic as your dislike for celery. You have to admit that. <laughs> so, I mean, I just like... I just don't understand why sweet potato was ever invented. It's like potato is pretty damn good so it's like why would you need to do this sweet potato and then i think i have had some traumatic experiences here marshmallows yeah people put marshmallows i think i've talked about this on the podcast before that's messed up people put like marshmallows and stuff on it so yeah welcome to the podcast does he like asian zing (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's our food i don't know ollie do you have any foods that you don't like no okay yeah I, I, i'm pretty i really? feel like i eat everything ah uh, cauliflower you don't like cauliflower kind of but not really look they're weird they look <laughs> like bleached um bleached broccoli yeah and i'm not a big fan of um uh actually you know what no i don't really have anything i know like carlos doesn't eat tomatoes yeah he doesn't like raw tomato yeah he hates them or sweet potatoes or carrots he doesn't <laughs> like carrots i didn't know about those uh, ones so whatever that's our foods um yeah that's uh that's also our i don't know what we're gonna say about uk champs pretty much we we don't really know exactly who's racing but they have so many good mid-distance runners that you can you can count on the fact that that 1500 mm-hmm. is gonna be really good and potentially the 3k as well now that they got some really good 3k guys it'll be interesting to well, see who shows up because a bunch of them are based here in the u.s i think butchie is running the 10k so yeah. he's not doing it so, whiteman city's not doing it oh whiteman city's not doing jo- it josh isn't doing it what about patrick diva yeah, I don't know. Couldn't tell you. And wait, uh, wait, the, 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 I, no, Diva is entered in the 10K. Oh, okay. So, there are, what so are, he's also not Also freaking, what's his name? The Touch his light. Yeah. Do it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Atkins. Check him out on Instagram. Check him out on TikTok. <laughs> um, no, so. He's probably yeah, racing so the 10K as well. Okay, so Whiteman's not doing it? When did you find out that? He told me in New Balance. Oh, really? Yeah. That he's just not doing British champs? Yeah, he's just not doing indoors anymore. Or like, not he's done indoors. He's just getting ready for outdoors. Did you say that before or after the race? Because he didn't after After. Birmingham. Yeah, after he ran freaking 737. Yeah, that was a good run by him. Yeah, that was an amazing run. 737 was a really good run by him. Yeah. Wait, what happened to him him at Birmingham then? Apparently 400 meters to go, he pulled out. um, 
He, I think he posted about it on social media because the last time he pulled out, he said he tore his hammy. So like he doesn't really drop out of races yeah. without like something bad happening. But I think he said he was okay. okay. I think it was just like well, that's good. something. I don't know what happened. But we, we love he's, he's healthy. We love Whiteman. We so. do love Whiteman. So yeah. So yeah. Um, and yeah, it seems like a lot of guys. Well, <laughs> on the flip, it seems like this 10k is going to be stacked, which I guess you could rely on because yeah. the Bauman boys is showing up. The boys and, are back in town, and it is just known now, especially in the 10k where there's not that many opportunities. Like wherever the Bauman, they go in a separate race. That's where you want to be because they are the best in the business at running those quick times here in the US. Oh, indeed, domestically they they crush it. They're very reliable. So that race will be pretty impressive. I don't think. Yeah, none of us. Oh, actually, you guys are going to be at that meet. We'll, we'll talk about oh, yeah. that more next week, yeah. but you guys won't be running the 10K, unfortunately. Disclaimer. <laughs> I would like to see when you guys could run a quick 10K. I don't think I could break 28. That's a lie. It's so full of shit. No, oh, I, I, I don't, I, you guys always... understand that like, I don't... Like, you guys think, Pretends oh, yeah. he doesn't run 100 miles yeah. a week. <laughs> I don't run 100 miles a week. What did you run last week? 90-something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can run... That's it. not 100! That's not 100, guys! <laughs> <laughs> not a strange all right don't yeah. don't lie in front of my son all right sorry Gus. i didn't Gus, we, we traumatized him this morning by putting a box <laughs> over his head so now he's he like really that. anti the boys no he likes the box again though because we put a treat on it he's been very anti the boys though yeah well he just wants to go play outside in the snow but it's as we said Freezing. so Freezing. cold and for some reason he doesn't feel it he just wants to be like thrown around in the snow so we can't keep up with he's him. got that insulation that fat layer I wonder how long it would take for him to freeze. That's all. <laughs> we, I mean, that's one way to find out. Do you want to no, test that no. People have the same question never. about cooking gas. Like, how long would it take to cook him? You would definitely about, slow roast long him. Time. Slow roast him on the spit, you know? You, we <laughs> think good. Oh, he didn't <laughs> like dirt. We're just kidding, guys. Don't worry. So, Are we actually? <laughs> that's all our uh, previews, right? Yeah, previews. That's all that. Man, we've covered a lot so far, but we have some good Q&A to spark some discussion today. I think we yeah I think we can just go off the ones that we already have. But if you do ever have Q and A, feel free to send them to us on Instagram because we do check them and yeah we really value uh, you guys' questions. The first one is a very basic one. Do you prefer running loops or out and backs? Out and backs. Out and back. Yeah. What about you? I am on team out and back. Really? I, I like, say I like loop. loops. I yeah. like loops. I was gonna reply to that question on earlier. Yeah. Because I knew that was gonna be your answer. But Damn, I didn't know all he was going to say. How'd you know that? Yeah, I, I like out and backs because I feel like when you turn around and you're heading back, it like feels like you've achieved something. Mm-hmm. Whereas in a loop, it's continuous and you just don't know where you... Like when you turn around for an out and back, you know you've done halfway. True. Whereas with a loop, you kind of don't have that yeah. realization. I mean, I definitely like out and backs. I don't dislike them. I, I like... But you're yeah. a loop man. But I do prefer loops because I like the idea that you can just like go and run the same loop and know that it's, say, 10 miles... And you literally don't even check your watch like one time. You know, you just, you don't even need a watch. You don't even need a watch if you're doing a loop that's mm-hmm. a distance that you know. And I mean, we do all wear GPS watches because it's how Dathan like sees our training and stuff. It's contractual. Yeah, it's contractual. <laughs> how about, how about if you knew the mile markers in an out and back? Yes, yeah, also- I like that as well. Because that's what we used to do in college. We mm-hmm. would have like a five-mile out and back, which was yeah. like my favorite run of, run of the week. So I, I like just like, yeah, not being able to like, look at the watch or anything at all and that's what i was comparing actually having the treadmill uncovered i'm comparing it to running like this the whole run <laughs> just with your watch that's why Jordy, your face that's why Jordy hates it when people check their watches on long run <laughs> it's not changing we're still running the same distance 
Yeah. Stop checking your watch. For anyone, that, it's a pretty good troll, and though. Especially beeping, if you, beeping. Yeah, if you have someone who doesn't like that, just let them know every mile how far in you are. If any of you guys get <laughs> lucky enough to run with George, make sure you have your beeping mile on because he will yeah. be pissed. He fucking hates it when the mile beam goes off. Yeah. Literally, he would kill someone. Like, I, he was... He's like, Carlos and I... I think and most people have it, but when we when we had like we wore Garmin watches for a little bit, and that one was really obnoxious. I think Jordy was like almost kind of like he lose it. He almost lost it just with the beeping. Like four miles in, he's like, "You right? Yeah. You know what the mile is? Yeah. <laughs> Check no, your watch. It's a good trigger. So definitely keep that one up your sleeve. Uh, our next Q and A is foot striking. What's better, four foot? If you hit the net. Rear foot. Oh, wait, wait. Full striking, like, kicking someone? Or, like... Aim <laughs> for the strike, Full strike to the head. Have you guys been watching Cobra Cry? <laughs> Dude, that show sucks. <laughs> I know. The acting on it is... Oh, it's atrocious. Ridiculous. But a lot of karate. Yeah, we like karate. Karate. We like karate. Beating people up. It's cool, bro. The full um, striking question is interesting because... To me, full striking is one of those things that... Especially as like a novice beginner runner, you would think it's like really important. But at the end of the day, it's like, do you, do you really have control over how your foot hits the ground? I mean, you do, I guess, but... I know people are like anti... Well, not anti, but like heel striking is seen as... Not as a lower class of human. <laughs> well, well, lower lower <laughs> class of running. I don't know. Well, I, I, I don't... I haven't really thought about it until like probably college when people start talking about it. Midfoot, heel strike and... Toey, I guess. Yeah. There, there are some very good heel strikers out there. There are. That's the thing. Like, like, it actually doesn't matter. Friggin' Garrett Heath used to toast Mo Farah. Justin Knight. Justin Knight's a big heel striker. striker. Yeah. Even almost like Woody. Friggin' closes in like 25. And we yeah. have one on our team. Who's that? Don't we? Isn't Sage a heel striker? A little bit. Oh, man. It's yeah. definitely... If you don't... I'm, I'm going to say the most important thing is if you if you like can be healthy with whatever heel strike you have... It's all good. Yeah. If you, but if it is a problem and like you get an injured, then you could look into that as something yeah. that has an impact. Because I, I did actually when I was younger, actively change from being like a heel striker to a midfoot striker. Really? Yeah, but it was kind of like it was around the time when all the barefoot running stuff was really big. So you can't. Like, I think it's. I think if you're running barefoot, because I did that a lot when I was younger. You, I don't know if you can really heel strike as much. I think you naturally. I th- yeah, I feel like that's our. Uh, generalized opinion of us three is we all agree that if you just run barefoot a bunch then you have a pretty natural stride i'm pretty Whatever sure all three of us have also run barefoot a lot when we were young right yeah. yeah and we're all we're all probably pretty mid to four foot yeah well actually i if you're talking about changing your striking i used to be way more up on my toes mm. and i made a conscious effort not to be interesting but that was also because i got hurt all the time and i had like big lower leg issues from just like running on my toes that makes sense honestly and i think it's less efficient yep. you spend all this time like up on your toes and then going down and back up again mm-hmm. i yeah. tried to be more like midfoot over the last few years like just with drills and stuff yeah i don't, I don't know if this is 100 percent true but i think on the studies with the new shoes i think they actually benefit like rear foot strikers more yeah I think I think they help them a Mal- lot Malcolm more. shoes in particular. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. those ones are pretty good for rear foot. So that's kind of a plus. If you, uh, it's funny though because I did watch when watching like the marathons, like with those shoes, a lot of the people that are running really well are heel strikers. Really, in those pump packs that I've seen. Although a lot of them, obviously, like the top ones, are the same. Yeah. Midfoot, but it's interesting because 
I feel like when people are running quick, it's hard to tell. Don't you think? Sometimes? Mm-hmm. A lot of the people you don't, um, <laughs> you can't tell. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it, it's, it's one of those ones where I, I wouldn't stress about it too much unless, as George said, you do have like real injury issues that you could link to gait. Because that is... I, the whole gait analysis thing is an interesting concept because it is very mm-hmm. hard to consciously change your gait. Like you normally do it through like drills and like there's like small subtle things you can do, but yeah, consciously changing your form is always going to be a difficult thing to do. But there definitely are some instances where it makes sense to do. But yeah, um, did Gus just fight? He looks like he's a director right now. <laughs> like he's like sitting in the side seat behind yeah, the camera, Gus, directing Gus the um, camera, directing the coffee club pod. <laughs> his rightful place yeah um i mean i think that's kind of it for the do we have any other interesting q a george um we've covered a few of them already actually yeah um and a couple for next week actually related to belgrade nice 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 well i guess uh with that that's episode 23 i hope you guys enjoyed and we'll see you next time bye-bye bye